Hey everyone, welcome back to the Lounge, a podcast for the upper 1%. I am your host, Jonah D. And with me, Laz, I'm back again. We're back uh, here with another episode. And first, we gotta give you an update on our lives because they're so interesting that we felt like you needed to know. <laughs> <laughs> here he goes bragging again. Um, We were at a debate, I believe. Yeah. We were, we were judge- judges at a debate Okay, so over the weekend. I mean, it's been a while since we were back in the recording booth and, well, we just wanted to, we underwent an experience, a very unique one, uh, I must say. Unique for you, I did it last time. Okay, well, it was special for me because, yeah. uh, well, as Laz said, we were judging a debate uh, competition over the weekend and it was hard to say, hard for the most part because there were a lot of time uh re- time uh, restrictions uh we had to be there early in the morning uh we barely got enough sleep like throughout the whole process and it was just hard work you know it was well yeah that's what i w- was getting at and uh when it was all over like there was a feeling that you know kind of uh uh surrounded me as i came back to my apartment and like all the people I met there, I was never gonna see again, you know. <laughs> yeah. So today, instead of literature and books, we would like to talk about uh, fulfillment, actually. Yeah, fulfillment. Um, I find that it it is an important um, topic that we need to discuss in the podcast because I mean I don't know about you, but you know uh, Tony Robbins used to say, mm. uh, "Success without fulfillment." is the ultimate failure Mm. i mean imagine you're this big kahuna you know ceo guy big office new york city but you know you're earning just as well happy life happy family whatever but you yourself you're not happy and obviously remember happiness goes hand in hand with fulfillment yeah so so yeah well so that's our topic for today and we're going to talk to you about so what is fulfillment and its correlation to happiness uh we're going to i'm going to be uh giving you guys like a three step uh fulfillment three steps to fulfillment kind of segment mm-hmm. uh just from my own experience and then we're going to talk more about the judging experience and how it made me feel or us feel and we'll throw in some like quotes and experiences along the way yeah sure Let's let's get to it. Okay, great. So, I mean, first of all, we got to talk about what fulfillment is. Yeah, like like I said, um fulfillment is I don't know, there's a lot of definitions that you can look up online, but just know that fulfillment is the feeling that you have when you have achieved a dream of yours or an objective. It could be anything just as small as Washing the dishes, mm-hmm. you know, doing that, you know, uh, that laundry you've been, you've been uh, leaving for the past month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fulfillment has, um, it also, it, it, it like, uh, it, it comes in different packages. Yeah. But I, the ultimate one is fulfillment within. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. fulfillment comes in different si- shapes and sizes for everyone. Yeah. You know, like maybe me fulfilling fulfillment means like earning a million dollar paycheck in a year. Okay, that's 
That's an interesting. F- <laughs> it's uh, just an example, but okay, like, oh, okay, okay. But okay. like, say for a friend of mine, maybe his fulfillment is like making ten people in his life happy. Okay, like it's also pretty fair. Yeah. But um, so the textbook definition for fulfillment actually means to be satisfied or happy with developing your character or abilities, mm-hmm. and um, its correlation to happiness is actually well. There was this study a few years ago about um, a happiness experiment mm-hmm. where the researchers were giving a, a focus group, uh, like an objective. One group was to do things that made them happy, you know, things that they wanted to do in the moment. Say they were given uh, a year to do anything they wanted. They had unlimited cash. They could do whatever they want and they would measure their happiness in a year's time. Yeah. And then they separated that group into two and the second group was told to do things that would make them feel achieved or proud of in one year's time. So while the first group was like buying clothes and, uh, I don't know, traveling the world or something, the second group was actually like doing volunteer work or studying or like making friends and stuff and what they found at the end of the study was that the people who did what they wanted that made them happy were actually like more depressed and less happy when the when the experiment was over uh-huh. and the other uh study group that did stuff that made them feel uh fulfilled or proud were at, were more happy because they had those experiences to look back on yeah yeah so that's really just what I wanted to say, you know, like fulfillment and happiness. There is a correlation. Definitely but, there is. Yeah. But just because something makes you happy, it doesn't mean it makes you fulfilled. Do it, you? It, it goes the other way around. I can agree with mm. that because, yeah, you might be happy, but you might not be fulfilled or you might be fulfilled, but you can actually not be happy. Well, you can be unhappy, but still feel fulfilled. Like, but I don't think you can be full, like, just because you feel, uh, like, happy in the moment, it doesn't mean, like, you're fulfilled, you know? Yeah. Like, like, you can, you can distract yourself because, you know, we live in a world run, money runs the world. Definitely, yeah. Like, you can surround yourself with nice cars and beautiful girls, but if at the end of the day you're battling demons, then... That's kind of a bigger problem. That's something you need to look back in the book, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I wanted to say about uh, fulfillment and uh, the character part. And so let's take it back to the judging experience we did. Um, how, what, how did that make you feel? Uh, honestly, the judging experience, um, like, Jonah, I think it, it was your first time being in a public forum debate. Yeah. Uh, well, I did it last year. Uh, it was pretty It was pretty good. Um like it it was it was weird because I saw the ad like someone advertised it and I was like oh it's a judging thing and they're paying this much and I, I didn't really really focus on that money that much and I applied and I wrote down whatever I did and yeah I I went for it last year it was pretty cool mm-hmm. um and this year actually there was like a couple of opportunities and for uh, other people to join so I was like oh let me just uh, let Jonah in on this and initially 
I don't want to say much, but you were not willing to do it. I remember that uh-huh. conversation. You were like, oh my god, no, do you really need me? Oh my god. Like, that was last year, dude. No, this was this year. No, it wasn't. I, I gave you a call asking you to join, and you said, do you really need me? Oh, buddy, <sighs> come on now. Okay. It's the whole week. But anyway, long story short, he agreed. <laughs> um, then we, we did it, and apparently I told him, like, the kids are really talented. These are, like, Asian kids that are, like, studying in, like, an American school. Like, these international schools, they're very, very talented. Yeah. And it was, it was really, it was really tough, you know, deciding on who to pick because yeah. those kids are really talented. And you can see some of these kids are, like, passionate about, like, debating and speaking and all that stuff. So, for me, it was really, it was really um, a fun and interesting experience to do. And, yeah. Uh, you really learned and pick up a lot of things, and obviously, yeah, it was yeah, I totally agree. Like experience as well. These these kids, they're from like uh, different schools all over China. Some were from Beijing, some were from uh, Shanghai. Yeah, and they're like coming from the cream of the crop, like the top schools in their respective cities. And when we were, you know, coming into the competition, we thought, okay, um, we're just judging them. I'm not expecting to get blown away or something. Yeah, but like one or two debates in like these guys were not messing around like they did their research they were communicating expressing like some debates like came down to like you know splitting hairs because it was that hard to choose it was that hard to choose but the question is you know like looking at these kids i just wonder what was i doing when i was 14 years old yeah what were you doing when you were 13 what were you doing (laughs) when you were 12 i mean some of these kids were like 10 and they're not not 10 but 11 12 12 yeah. i mean they were talking about issues like what was the topic again gene technology expanding gene technology yeah. access in public forum something like that yeah i mean thinking about it i don't know man like these kids have like a bright future yeah. actually yeah just i'm just i was just got smacked i mean i knew <laughs> they were really smart but god what was i doing when i was 14 years old yeah all of us would uh, agree with you that you know all the kids that were there they had potential like they they had every right to be there. Yeah. I mean, if one of them were to go one-on-one with me, I mean, I, I can pretty much, you know, <laughs> hold my own, defend. No, i definitely win. We, <laughs> we, we'd swamp the competition uh, if we rejoined. Yeah, some more than others, but, you know. Anyway. Um, yeah, but what I wanted to get to was, like, when, like, this was, like, an eight-hour uh, process every day. For yeah. the entire weekend, and you know, to, mm. waking up that early in the morning, like at five a.m., and coming back five in the afternoon, mm. it takes a toll on you. Uh, I'm definitely not used to it, so it took some time to adjust. But you know, the funny thing is, when I got back to my apartment, and I th- and I thought, man, I'm so glad for it to be over. You know, yeah, like I actually felt a little more empty inside. Yeah, like you had no purpose anymore. Like, yeah, because oh, okay, well, yeah, like uh, you know, um, when I was there, when I was working, like I was doing something. I was doing something that was needed of me, and when I got back here, I was like, okay, that need, where is it now? Like it's gone. Like what do I do now? You know, you actually raised an interesting uh, point. That, you know, uh, you thought this was suffering and all that stuff. Clearly, this was not your comfort zone. But what I actually want to say is great things come from stuff out of your comfort zone. I mean, this is generally something you would never do, right? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, definitely. So I, I I'm glad that you found it. You know, uh, fruitful and light, lightful and all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, just know that being out of your, trying something new. I mean, this is basically the the thing. Like you tried, you went out of your comfort zone, something you've never done before. Mm-hmm. You did it, and you were good at it. I, I mean, I, I heard like the lady saying, "Oh, why was I getting more uh, classes to judge?" No, because you're like <laughs> good. I'm like, oh, look at Jonah getting all the compliments. Wow. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But definitely, like, uh, I came away from the experience, like, more than what I came into it, you know. Mm. Like, I got something out of it. And I'm glad that I was... Yeah, you got money. That's what you <laughs> got out. <laughs> <laughs> the money was, like, a nice bonus. It but was, it was a nice but the experience and, the you know, the people that I met there and the things I witnessed, they were, they were like, the thing I was most happy with mm. coming out. Mm. Yeah. So, uh what's next for us today? Um well, I actually wanted to divulge more into this topic about, you know, fulfillment. I feel like there's a lot we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot there's a lot of people out there our age, even older. They're doing things that I don't know. They're doing stuff to make other people happy. Okay. And I feel like we should address uh some of that and get deeper into that um um for example um career uh choices i know some people do like pick career choices that make you know other family members happy for example your parents or or you you just feel the pressure to do something because oh your brother there's a line of accountants in the family you know i feel like that kind of deviates from it actually it actually uh, backfires with you in the in the long run because you might start off liking it like oh I, I'd, I'd learn I'd learn to love um whatever career I'm doing for example if you're doing like science or you're a doctor and but you don't really want to be a doctor some people are like yeah well uh it's it's okay it's fun now this I enjoy the salary but that stuff catches up with you in the, in, in the long run yeah it's like pushing back uh the uncomfortable thoughts back you never really address them. Yeah. And when you push them back long enough and far enough, like, they come back to haunt you and, like, that that shit depresses people. Exactly. You <laughs> know, and, and honestly, like, the, there are a lot of cases. I don't know. Lately, all the people that I know are going through some kind of depression. I don't oh, know if yikes. it's if it's the same reality for you. Oh, no, no. But big, big, not even people I know directly, but, like, celebrities back home. Like depression, dude, it, it's crazy, and yeah. you know, it, the smallest thing you 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 take for granted, like oh, uh, no, this is nothing. Well, you gotta listen to this. The, the smallest thing can spike up a big ass depression, in like the long run. Mm. So I feel like we need to address that. Like first of all, find purpose. Okay. You know, find yeah. finding purpose is the most important thing you can do for yourself. Find something that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You know how people always say. Find something that makes you happy, not someone that makes you happy. <laughs> yeah. Find yourself, self introspection, and um, I mean, there's a lot I can say with like finding yourself, but but yeah, just the basic um, in grassroots level is finding purpose for yourself. But some some other people might ask, how do I find purpose? 
Well, honestly, dude, the simplest ask, answer I can give you is yeah, what makes you happy? Self introspection. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's we we should uh, I I should maybe expound more. I mean, there's a lot I could say, but yeah, definitely yeah. that. Yeah, and with that, uh, we're going to like segment into like the three step f- to fulfillment that I mentioned earlier. Mm. So across uh, my time uh, in China, living by myself, discovering myself, uh, I came upon like these three things or these three pieces of advice that I think people should know know about in order to like uh, uh, to experience like that fulfillment that we're talking about. And, you know, of course, I'm not a philosophy major or anything like these are just tips and advices that you might you may or may not follow you know Mm -hmm. Uh, if you identify with some of them then maybe you can give them a try Uh, but also if you feel like they're totally wrong you can like tell me about it and you know we can address it in a further video we might even ask you to come and share with us your opinions what do you think about that man i totally agree with you um like the the premise of this podcast is to have conversation it's a platform for you know people our age even older to engage in a conversation narrative that supports or uh, ad- advocates um success and building know. each, each yeah. other up you know? building each other up yeah yeah and so with that i'm going to proceed now to jonas three steps to fulfillment first thing to do is to set goals for yourself so this can be something simple like uh organizing your things at home being more efficient or striving to uh get like top of the class uh valedictorian stuff like this you know i want set goals for myself also like that and like a real life example that kind of changed my lifestyle recently was to read one book every month you know that's a good goal yeah you know like <laughs> the the past 2 years uh, studying in China, you know, I was just like going out, having fun. You were the typical, you know, student. Yeah, typical student. Like uh, Friday night, let's go drinking, or hey, um, let's hang out, let's eat some nice food and stuff. And talk about nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> you believe it? Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but uh, when third year came, and you know, uh, like the the fun died down a bit. Like, I was starting to look for other things to make me fulfilled. And I just came across reading. Because every time I come to China from the Philippines, I always try to, like, pick up the newspaper and read on the way. Mm-hmm. And um, there came a time where I enjoyed reading, but I didn't enjoy the material I was reading. Because newspapers, they aren't that interesting, or it, at least to me. You know, just... I don't know, like, you, you mentioned something really, really interesting. I feel like the listeners can, like, pick up. So, how did... You said you got into reading. Yeah. Right? What made you like reading? What exactly hooked you on reading? Yeah. a lot of people cannot get over that wall. You know that wall, like, oh, my gosh, it's a book. <laughs> <sighs> I'd rather watch a YouTube video about the book, you know? Yeah, yeah. How did you get over that wall? Just, just be brief. I mean, I know there's an episode that we did already. yeah. yeah. But just give listeners a little ip of what you did. Yeah, so for me, how I got into reading was, you know, I always enjoyed learning more things about life in general. 
like um like cooking uh learning how to feed yourself learning how to feed other people or creating something out of nothing you yeah know? like um learning how to make cocktails learning how to uh i don't know like uh dress for the proper occasion and one thing that i identified with while i was reading was you know everything i read taught me something or at least was trying to teach me something like whether it's like politics or sports or um like inventions and things going on mm-hmm. um they always taught me something new but there came a point where okay uh i don't want to read about the news anymore i want to read about like uh different topics different genres like uh non-fiction books books that help you strengthen your mental health or mental strength um you have uh performance uh like top performance books that talk about like you know what you can achieve with your body if you set the right mindset um a, a book i read recently that was also very good was a philosoph- philosophy book that you know used uh previous philosophers and their teachings and fields of knowledge to like uh offer some consolation yeah to like make you feel better about the way things are in the world so yeah that's pretty much how i got into reading anyway so yeah set goals for yourself definitely like whether it be big whether it be small set like maybe read a book every month i think that's a good place to start i totally agree with that uh setting goals for yourself um for example one thing i like to do is um there's a book i read by oh my gosh we're talking about books now there's a book I read by uh, Rhonda Bryan called yeah. The Secret. And she says, whatever you see will manifest or whatever you imagine will manifest. So um, there's a saying that speak it into existence. Right? Oh, yeah. I heard Do you hear that, that word yeah, thrown yeah. around by yeah. people that don't even know anything. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> um, they would understand. What I usually do is if there's something that's constantly on my mind i mean maybe it's a long-term goal that i'd like to achieve one day it could be anything small like for example a a car or anything i write it down and i put it on on a wall like i don't know it sounds crazy but seeing whatever even the simplest thing like maybe your password could be whatever you you want to be in the future that that's like an effective psychological conditioning because mm-hmm. you you write that thing every day and whatever whatever you do whatever decisions whatever uh, procrastination that you engage in that thing will always be in your mind because you always see it every day oh. type it in that's what i do yeah you condition yourself to program your mind to always make the right decisions yeah and i noticed one thing i mean th- this is re- this is for me i don't know maybe it might work for you just let me know if it works for you but if you game a lot, like I game, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know, I don't know about Jonah, but I think you game as well. Yeah, right? I game, I game. One thing, one thing, gaming that people don't miss out. There's little nuances with gaming. I mean, it's not just about the fun. You sit there on your TV, you sit, you get fat, you eat stuff, but it teaches you how to make decisions. Okay. Because a lot of people are undecided. Like you could ask someone, "What do you want to eat?" Oh, I get this a lot. And it's like a whole five minute conversation. Oh, I don't know. Um. Uh yeah, let me consult my stomach. Are you kidding me, dude? You're yeah. you. You know what I mean? Like gaming, what what it does is it helps you make decisions quickly. You know what I mean? Like yeah, same thing. So I feel like if if you're able to uh, pivot faster, 
being able to discipline yourself. Yeah. I think that's very that's very important. But what I do remember, write down whatever you want to see. Mm-hmm. But don't write down a lot. Of, just write down something you really would like to have. And then, for example, for me, I I have a favorite car that I like. My password is that car. Every day I write, when I log in my computer, when I do whatever, I write down that password. And every <laughs> time I write it down, it's in my mind. One and day. Yeah, I mean, not yeah. even one day. It's like, you know, it's Next coming. Next year. Next year. Oh. I don't, I don't want to, you have to confuse the enemy. You know what you, I mean? You don't want to spoil the ending. But yeah, I, I totally agree, dude. Like, setting goals for yourself. I mean, you, you hear that a lot. You know, one thing with human beings, they like... uh recycling and regurgitating information from famous people because they have like these credentials from these Ivy League schools but this is really true mm-hmm. like setting goals for yourself dude like that's that's some real OG shit right there right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay so on to the next step so i touched on this before but i'm going to reiterate it do things that make you feel proud about yourself instead of things that make you happy so this stems from the from the fact that you know we as humans we're not very good at like making ourselves happy you know we might have all the riches in the world we might be able to like feed ourselves uh till we die but you know that doesn't really make us happy you know like you see like millionaires and you see like people like oh they they seem happy but you know they all have their own demons to fight and that i think that stems from the fact like you know they only do things that they feel will make them happy but not actually like what makes them uh feel like they achieve something like when they look back on their life will they be proud of the things they did or will they just be like oh yeah i did that but you know i don't know my my take on this is that um we as human beings like to do things for other people mhm you you want to be seen you want to be you know be the in kids or the in man or yeah, yeah i have the best house or yeah i have the most followers we do things to impress other people that don't even know us we do things I mean? to like impress people but to also like build us up in their uh, minds you know yeah um but what I was trying to say is that, like you said, like the statement says doing things that make you feel proud. Doing stuff that make you feel proud is doing something regardless of what other people are doing. You know what I mean? Like you're the outlier. So yeah. if everyone is doing that, like a specific thing, and you do that, if that specific thing makes you happy, definitely that's true fulfillment right there. Yeah, I mean like, like let's just take for example the judging competition like that was a totally selfless thing that you know i like we just did like no one we we didn't have to go travel one hour to that american uh high school to do what we did waking up at five thirty every day yeah we didn't have to but you know we did it anyway and you know when we were there we did real work for the kids who you know worked hard to be there you didn't do it because oh i'm trying to impress this guy right no no no. you did it because yeah it's it's hard work it's good work and you know at the end of the day i can honestly say yeah you know i did it i made it i judged the competition um i impacted some people's lives by like yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> by becoming all presidential now. B- by failing the their enemies and letting them pass. <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't have to be just like uh, uh, doing a judging competition. You can like do volunteer work. You can like uh, do things, do nice things for your friends. You know, make a dinner for them. Uh, invite them over to your house and like cook dinner or just have a nice conversation. Um, like make make something for them, like a cocktail, like the things I do. You know, one thing um, when I see this statement that you said, actually, when I read it, I always tell my cousins, like you know, they have they're writing their exams, mm-hmm. especially my siblings. I I recently told her because she has she told me she's like she has like eight exams to write and. I was like, oh my god, well, you know how the typical person would be like, make your parents proud, make us proud. Yeah. What I, You know what I said to her? I was like, make yourself proud Yeah. before anyone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, dude, I, 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 I totally agree. And a lot of people get it twisted, you know what I mean? Like, they do things, like I said, they do things to impress other people. And in, in actual fact, yeah, face value, that's happiness right there. Because you have all the the in kids, you have all the Instagram followers, people like you do. That's face value happiness. But that face value stuff will depreciate. You know, like in finance, yeah. like I'm, I'm a finance major, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> anyway, it depreciates. And I don't know. That's where all, all the, 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 the demons come from that yeah. Jonah speaks of. Like it's 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 nice for the eyes, but it's like not nice for the soul or something. Yeah. Yeah. Artificial happiness. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't want that. You want to feel like complete inside. So that's why we recommend doing stuff that makes you proud and things that make you feel like you achieve something. Definitely. So, yeah. And how do you do that? You can like set goals for yourself or just like go out of your way to do nice things for people. Step number three now. This is important because I actually read this from a book that I read. It's called 13 Things That Mentally Strong People Don't Do. And one of the things that they mentioned in that book was to not be too hasty when it comes to change. You know, change takes a while to take into effect. There are two types of changes. One is like the all or nothing change. And this one is like um, change, like deciding to go to a new city, um, ending a relationship, taking up uh, like this, going to school or something. So those are like all or nothing changes. But let's say, for example, I want to be more responsible. You know, how do you measure that? You can't really measure it, um, like, in a week's time. That, that like, takes time to, um, to reveal itself, whether you become responsible or not. So my advice for this is, like, you shouldn't wait. You shouldn't be too hasty when... Uh, wanting to see change like you shouldn't give up on your goals if you don't see change right away Uh, one reading that i want to take from the book and i quote it says sometimes people mistake change for something that has to occur instantly when in reality change can start as a simple task change does happen as an all-in experience such as when moving to a new country yada yada but the change you don't always notice like happens uh, when you'd least expect it. Well, since you're coding, I'd like to come from my favorite movie. Well, not really my favorite. My favorite uh, Christopher Nolan movie, Batman. Ra's al Ghul used to say, um, "You know, uh, 
if you're willing to accept change or you know uh you're you're willing to change uh you reach a point where you adapt and you reach another point where you actually transform yourself and you become something bigger than yourself yeah i remember that that's actually a powerful statement which actually applies in real life yeah i find because a lot of people um when they you know when, you know, when change occurs yes they say oh yeah we're, we're comfortable but they don't truly accept it you know so you need to learn how to accept and adapt because mm-hmm. if you accept and adapt, you can truly transform. Yeah. Mind, body, and soul. Boom. Yeah. I mean, Fire. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, like the third piece of advice is just like to stick to, stick it out. You know. Yeah. Like if you're sticking to a process, if you are like, uh, if you have like a schedule to follow, or like, oh, I want to be, I want to graduate in two years' time. Stick to it. You know, no matter how hard it gets. If it's what you want, then stick with it. And that's all I'm trying to say. It's like, don't expect the change to come immediately. Like, wait it out. Like, give yourself a timeline and see how you do uh, in a few years' time. And of course, like, it goes back to the other things that I mentioned about setting goals for yourself. Like, set those tiny goals that you can accomplish every day. And seeing that, like, achievement in yourself will help, like motivate you even more than you already have uh one last thing before we wrap it up mm-hmm. um I, just, I, I mean i know it's all part of the jonah's three-step fulfillment program a dummy's guide for fulfillment anyway mm-hmm. you know cherishing the small moments i feel like a lot of people don't just because yeah you're this changed man you read books but you should always cherish or bask in the simple treasures yeah simple treasures can be you know laughing you know laughing with a friend laughing with a friend a simple yeah. joke or yeah not taking things too seriously all the time yeah you know appreciating all those memories that you had mm-hmm. you know as family and when you were a kid and all that stuff even even in relationships even in relationships yeah i yeah. i totally agree a lot of people when they transform yes it's good to be to transform and you know be better and all that stuff but don't forget you know the essence of you know where you come from and all that stuff like yeah like don't abandon the people who were with you on the journey like don't get caught up with yourself i agree but i disagree with that i mean there are a lot of people i mean there are some people you kind of need to leave Oh yeah, that, oh. they bring you down. Yeah, I get that. Uh, but there's some people, yeah, definitely deserving to be with you at the top. Yeah, I mean, you do what's healthy for you. Like if the people don't contribute to your happiness, to your welfare, then yeah, you you gotta like take. But there's a step also back. two sides to that argument as well. A lot of people might say, well, if they don't contribute, teach them how to how to be. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. topic for another day yeah you cannot be superman all the time but yeah just (laughs) like don't let others take from your plate without like getting something in return like don't let people eat from you i I need to get a nail and a hammer because you hit that right on the spot oh anyway um, uh, i believe this is it for this DC episode of yeah. Healer. Yeah. Uh, I just want to end actually by quoting another famous philosopher oh, from okay. the book. If you're going to quote, I'm going to quote as well. Okay. Uh, 
I'm going to quote then. So <laughs> okay. this is a quote by Friedrich Nietzsche. And he says, no one is able to produce a great work of art without experience, nor achieve a worldly position immediately, nor be a great lover at the first attempt. The interval between in initial failure and subsequent success, there must come pain, anxiety, envy, humiliation. We suffer because we cannot spontaneously master the ingredients of fulfillment. And to me, what that says is like, before you can achieve or reap the benefits, you must you first first must go through like the hardships the the things that you don't you know um like associate with success you know the the best marathon runner didn't get there like overnight he had to train blood sweat and tears every day every month to get where he was and so if you feel like you're struggling now just know that you know the struggle is part of the success and with that I'm, I'm done I'm done drop mic okay but I just want to end it up like this Voltaire <laughs> used to say Voltaire a witty saying proves nothing uh, thank you for listening ladies and gentlemen this has been uh, another installment of The Lounge that's it see you in the guys next time peace <laughs>